This is the Boise Bubble Podcast, where we talk all things Treasure Valley. We're your hosts, Shane and Natalie Plummer. Welcome back to the conversation. The Boise Bubble Podcast is sponsored by Volkswagen of Boise. Interested in seeing their current inventory? Head to www.volkswagenofboise.com. Or just stop by the dealership and take a walk around with one of their salesmen. They have a no-commission sales team and are dedicated to a no-haggle, no-pressure experience. We've been working with Volkswagen and Boise for a few years now, and we highly recommend heading to their team if you're looking for a quality car in the Treasure Valley. Just needing a laugh? Head to their Instagram page, VW of Boise. They have a full-time fun director dedicated to showing you just how fun buying a car can be. Hello, friends. It's good to be back. Hello, Natalie. How are you? I'm good. Friends, we've had a l- awesome feedback from everybody about the podcast, and it seems more often than I would have expected that people come up to me and say a comment or share something. Oh, I heard you on the podcast and that was awesome. Way more people than I had expected, which I think is kind of cool and also yeah. a little bit unsettling sometimes. <laughs> Makes me think, what have we been saying that other people have heard? Yeah, you and don't I, that's not like a normal thing that you're thinking. Yeah, people if people listen then yeah, they they know what we've said. No, for sure, but I guess I'm just trying to say that we've been kind of open on the pot on the podcast. But that's actually been one of the things that we get the most feedback for that people seem to like just listening to us talk, which is bizarre for me because part of me, the conceited side says, I know we have great conversations, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then the other part thinks, why do people just want to listen to somebody else talk? And yet there's a real appetite for it. So I thought that today for the podcast, we would just give people a little insight into our dynamic and how we, we talk just by having a normal conversation. (laughs) Yeah. You say that's okay. I'm, uh, so to make it normal, to make it normal, I'm gonna set the stage for you. Okay, because because to be honest, I, this was Shane's idea, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but I'm not quite seeing how how what you're thinking. Hey, if it doesn't work out, we never have to post it. Okay, yeah, and that's right? true, and that we've we've definitely recorded some we have not posted. All right, all right, are you ready? Yeah, are you you just gonna like just like ask questions or? Let me set the stage. Right? Okay, okay, all right. We're at our most favorite place. What's our favorite? What What's your favorite thing to do together? Wait, are we role playing? No, no, no. I'm just okay. asking you. Uh, what's our favorite thing to do together? Yeah. I know my favorite thing to do with you. Well, like I mean, there's events, but I mean, mostly we just like sit around the fire and talk. Imagine that we're sitting by the fire. Okay. Out front, we got a new fire pit for our front patio. Mm-hmm. We're so bougie. Yeah, we have a fire pit in the back and the front because that's apparently just what we do. <laughs> so imagine that we're sitting. It's nighttime. We've got our kids down. Mm-hmm. It's probably 845, right? We've been super efficient for the evening. Mm-hmm. Our kids are done. We're patting ourselves on the back for being good parents. Mm-hmm. They're getting a good night's sleep, tucked away in their little tiny beds. And now we've got a moment by the fire pit. Okay. So we sit down, we have some refreshment, and we're just going to talk, right? Okay. That's what I want you to imagine. It's just us. Okay. Nobody else listening. You and I talking. Mm-hmm. With less like vulgarity or sexual innuendo. Yeah. Don't get into your head about anybody listening. Just we're having a conversation. Okay. We're just picking I mean, up. I have been on other podcasts where, you know, people just ask questions. I mean, I've done that. It's just this is our podcast. So. I'm just giving you an opportunity not to get in your head about okay. us having an Thank authentic conversation that, that other people that later will see. Okay. <laughs> or here. Okay, let's right, Okay. Let's do it. There are little quirky things about you that make me smile sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like your inability to make 
convincing noises with your oh with your mouth. Gosh. Okay. Well, when you try to make <laughs> it go so many ways. Um, when you try you to mean make the whip sound, sound effects. Yeah, sound okay, effects. Okay, that's different. thanks. <laughs> no, you're great at making sounds with your mouth. I mean, I hear you, okay, you know what? making a ton of sounds with your mouth. Okay. Incessantly all the time. Okay. Oh, you blah, mean blah. words? Okay. All right. Okay, so I can't make sound effects and I'm not going to make them so don't ask me to make any sound effects. <laughs> no, I think it's hilarious when you do get put on the spot to make a sound effect. Like make the sound of a whip. No, I'm not doing that. I can't do it. Just do it for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh Have you ever heard a whip make that? No, that, but that why sound? but I am not a whip. So oh, you do it. Okay, that's fine. Okay, yes, that's random. Another thing that I think about sometimes mm -hmm. is you yeah. do have these pajama pants that are like a floral pattern. Okay. That's so fun. Well, okay, they're they're called LuLaRoe. Is that how you pronounce it? No, no, no. You haven't watched the documentary. I watched an episode of it. Oh, okay. It's crazy. Yeah. But someone your just- suggestion. Yeah, someone gave me those as a gift, and I'm like, these are freaking hideous. But then they were weirdly comfortable. And when you dance a jig in them? Oh. My gosh. Record it. <laughs> no, Put it on TikTok. Make me a million dollars. No. And I, for some reason, I just keep wearing them because they're kind of funny. But um, I remember I had never, okay, I had never let you see, you had never seen those leggings, right? And because in general, I don't know why, we've been married a long time, but I, I still like to look, look nice for you. And I, like, we're not, all right, well, this is, we've been married 20 years. Uh, we don't, like, we don't share a bathroom. Like, we, you know, we don't, we don't, like, there's just a lot of stuff we keep out of our marriage, right? And I also, like, I don't like to go to sleep in, like, just gross stuff. Like, I want to look cute, right? Like, I just, you're my boyfriend. You're my husband, but you're also my boyfriend. So Thank I want to be cute for you. So I remember someone gave me those leggings, and they were so ugly, but they are comfortable. And you were out camping with Drew, actually. You were winter camping. Is that the the trip that we came back early? Yeah, we got so I was wearing those pants and, like, the ugliest yellow t-shirt i don't even know where it came from but it was really com comfortable and i was up like wrapping christmas presents i'm like i'm just gonna look like crap and then you just showed up and like walked first of all you need to call when you're just gonna show up when your wife's like at home with the kids but and like i was so embarrassed for some reason because i was so so just gross but then you, f you, for some reason, found the whole scene so endearing that I just kept on wearing the leggings for you. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you like this? I like how just now you said, and you need to do this thing. You need to make sure that you call me before. And that was like a million years ago. Okay. Yeah. But I was saying. I, and ever since then, I've called you. Okay. But what I'm saying to, you know, also the public is that if your wife's at home alone with your children, and you're supposed to be gone. You don't just walk in the house because she thinks she's about to get murdered. Agree to disagree. What? You oh, my gosh. We talked about this a million times. The yeah. mailman scenario. Oh, because you might catch catch me with That's someone. That's right. Nah, sometimes you just don't give notice. You just pop up. Wait. <laughs> Make sure the things are on the up and up. Okay. But Agree like, to disagree. Maybe I should just, like, find out where you're camping because, I don't know, maybe you have, like, some camping, like, girlfriend. Should I, like, s like stalk up to your tent and, like, open it up and Hey, Shane, are you in here alone? I feel like you're purposefully missing the point. The point, I, I don't think that we need to be jumping into each other's lives to just to make sure that, like, we're on the up and up. I'm going to post a picture of me wearing those those leggings, or I'm, I'll throw them away. But I have some new ones that are Christmas-themed. You're going to love them. The spousal memory is so long. 
Isn't that nice? Isn't that the point? The point of marriage is that we witness each other's lives. That's the point. That's why divorce is hard. And because you, your witness to your life is like not there anymore. And like, there's, there's, I think that it's beautiful that we can witness each other even when, and the growth, like you are not the same person you were when you were 23. I mean, you are not. And to your core, you're the same. I mean, we've talked about before when we met and it was so instantaneous that there was a connection that that there was a, a conversation that just it's just like the conversation never stopped it just started immediately and then kept on going but you have changed in 20 years so much but when we first got married we lived in this basement apartment it was trashy and it was like seven feet ceilings. We lived there for two years because it was so cheap and we thought it was awesome because we, it was just adorable. It was our cozy little hobbit hole. Yeah, it was so fun. It was so cheap. I and mean, it was like, it was $340 a month and that included utilities. I mean, and it was, you could walk to school because Shane was still in school and got married. I had just graduated from college. But um, I remember we had gotten married and um, we didn't live together before. And we went like on our honeymoon or whatever. And then we went back to our apartment. And the first Saturday where you weren't working, I got up and I was wearing sweatpants and slippers and like a hoodie, like a normal human. And Shane walks out in like a, a like a work jacket and basketball shorts and work boots un like untied. Unlaced. Unlaced. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you wearing? You had no concept of loungewear. Like you're, cl- I was like. Do you know why? Because why? I, I never lounged. But you mean you like relaxed, up, right? Mm, I guess maybe it's just, I remember being a kid and growing up, I was always moving and doing something. Not like I was always, <laughs> always active, but I was working. Or if it was a Saturday, I was up and, you know, hanging out with friends or uh, going somewhere, but just laying around and kicking around. I just didn't do that very often. So that started when. So I when never we got, got slippers. Oh, I never had slippers. Well, I know you I never had, had flip flops. It took you. That was crazy. That's when I started wearing flip flops. You didn't own flip flops. Like who doesn't own? And you didn't want to. It's so funny because. Yeah, there's some things I was oddly resistant. Yes, towards. it was weird. Actually, I'm like, this is should not be an issue. I love that. We laughed so hard last night. <laughs> Sometimes when I lack inspiration. <laughs> I just have to turn to TikTok. Okay, that's weird. It, oh my it's gosh, it's so weird to hear it come out of my you're, my, my you're mouth. On TikTok now. That's why I feel like it's okay to say because it's so not my personality. But my buddy Drew said that he finally jumped in a few months ago, starting it, and I'm like, man, if Drew's jumping into TikTok, maybe I should give it a shot. It's so weird. I literally work in social media. Yeah. I have been doing. I mean, for 15 years, I've been yeah. in social media. But Drew is the one who can get you to start? Is that what I'm hearing? Well, let me turn answer, answer that question with another question. Oh, okay. Here's an invitation to ask yourself the question, <laughs> what am I doing that Shane trusts Drew's opinion more than he trusts mine? <gasps> okay. All right, I'll think about that. Chew on that for a bit. Okay. Anyway, when Drew did I thought, maybe I should try this thing out. It was so funny. I look back on myself sometimes and I think I'm so embarrassed with how, with how, how dumb I am. Mm-hmm. I was like, Drew, how do I get this thing started? <laughs> I felt like an old per- person. How do I get the TV to, to uh-huh. push this little block with a button on it? Uh-huh. Does that turn it on? Magic. Okay. I said, Drew, how do I get this TikTok going? He said, Shane, come on. <laughs> Just start scrolling. Just start yeah, scrolling and it'll take care of the, of the rest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how can this algorithm know 
what I like and what I don't like. It took like one night and all of a sudden it had me dialed in. Oh, yeah. It feeds me so much awesome stuff that I'm like, TikTok gets me. TikTok is like the perfect girlfriend. <laughs> she gets you. She understands. She knows how to make you laugh. And then you can just put her away and she's done. Until oh, yeah. When you're again. ready to be done, turn it off. She's going to keep you up as long as you want to be up. <laughs> but it's up to you to turn it off. Oh, yeah. This Sorry. Is, it's I been, digress. It's been so interesting. That I, can't, I think because I've said so many things to you for so many years, I'll talk to you about the algorithm. But it's all been just like, yeah, okay. But now you're getting it. When they are feeding you exactly what you want... And you're like, wait, how is this working? I think you're finally starting to see how powerful social media is for maybe the first time. Um, absolutely, yes, absolutely, in some ways, and it terrifies me. Yeah, it, it is terrifying. It terrifies me that this thing that doesn't know me at all has done something that affects my choices of how I spend my time. Mm -hmm. Well, I love I that like meme that says maybe. To, Maybe Jesus has already returned, but he got TikTok and forgot what he was supposed to be doing here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. I kick, I click it on sometimes, and I'm like, five minutes. Set yourself a timer. And then uh, 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't set a timer. Anywho, sometimes yeah. when I lack inspiration, I just scroll through TikTok, and it gives us something to talk about. We laughed so hard last night watching <laughs> one of these videos. I was sitting there by myself just having the best time in bed, rolling, scrolling, and you're doing your thing. And I just kind of started laughing at this thing. And you're like, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing Is at? Is that what I sound like? What are you laughing you at? You did. You had a tone last night. You had a tone last night when you looked over. It was like, how dare you Okay, laugh? well, one, well, I was laying there kind of looking cute and obviously like... You want to hang out? And you're on TikTok. Hey, is... I'm just saying, I'm with my girlfriend. Okay, you you want to draw my <laughs> attention? Make a case. I was not fully clothed. That was making a case. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Anywho, when I showed you, I'm like, sometimes I'll show you stuff and you're like, oh my gosh, you're so dumb. And this is one that, that, <laughs> that I thought, she's going to pee her pants. It's so funny. When she sees this, she's going to get it. And I showed it to you with a straight face. And when you saw it and started laughing, I thought, nailed it. <laughs> It I'm was your girlfriend so too. funny. Oh, we, it was so funny. We we must have watched that thing a dozen times and yeah. laughed the whole time. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It your was... laugh when you cry because you've laughed so much <laughs> is one of the best things. Oh. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. a core memory. When I start snuff, snuffing out in life and my last moments I'm drifting into the darkness, oh, that is going to, you laughing is going to be one of the last things that's on my mind oh, that I hold on to. Such um, a good good laugh thank you yeah it's it was fun like we do laugh a lot which is i can't imagine not i mean things are we made a tiktok together we did yeah about target when did we we made it i put it on tiktok i didn't consent okay well it was on facebook i mean it was on facebook it was on instagram i mm. showed you what it looked like so we had a conversation in target that conversation was just our normal conversation i just decided i could tell it was going to be funny so I pulled up my phone and recorded it, and it's done really well. Oh, it's so unnatural for me. I to, know, to and act natural when I'm being recorded. But and but you do a good job. I mean, yeah, it's been kind of fun to get involved with you with your social media and the world that you live in. Um, like we talked about with some of my hesitance getting into that, I was very uncomfortable. But it's been great to kind of see a little bit about what happens behind the curtain of what you do. I don't know that I always had a an appreciation for it, not really being involved, but. Um, being a little bit more open-minded and being on your page and participating with you and kind of helping you to create content has really opened my mind huge to what it is that you do and give me a better appreciation for it. Not just you, I mean others, but specifically you. 
yeah, I, I've really enjoyed it because I mean, we've we've always had very very separate professional lives. I mean, I'm not really involved in yours at all. There's not much I could do on that end, but to kind of bring you into to mine and now making it ours, I, I think that's what I like. It's it's become our place because social media, my my persona and my career, that's all that's mine. I have my people. I'll introduce you occasionally. But now that we have that we're partnering on a project, and we've created this sphere of um, influence and this career path that is both of ours, it feels so comfortable in a way I wasn't really expecting, because I, I guess I just see you as one person and then me as another, and then watching us kind of meld together, um, and, and that I, I mean that fits I think actually with how our marriage has kind of progressed is that we. We change, but we try to change kind of together, side by side, so that we're not growing apart. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes me think of the genesis of the, of the podcast idea and thinking about doing something together. Mm-hmm. That now that I understood, understood a little bit better about what you were doing, um, the idea of having a hobby together. Mm-hmm. Not to say that this started as strictly as a hobby, but as an opportunity to kind of meld our worlds and um, you know, me and interviewing and talking to people all day, that's a skill set. And then you, what you do all day, that's another skill set. And it seemed like a cool opportunity to bring those things together. Although I will n- note that it's very different. Social media is, um, seems that there are some specific differences between Instagram and a podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, well, they're just totally different mediums. I mean, Instagram, like I've heard a lot of people just say that they get really nervous about putting things on social media. I mean, it, and that's that has a lot of validity. But for me, social media just moves so quickly because everyone has such short attention spans. So you know that if something's not perfect, someone's just scrolling past it. And unless you're talking about something that's very heavy or very divisive, people aren't going to like hold on to it so tightly. So I have stories that are, even if I save them in my highlights, I mean, they're, they're just passing very quickly. And it's I've, almost as if they evaporate. There's yeah, some things that of. just evaporate. Yeah. Um, but then podcasting is so different and it's like a whole nother level almost of anxiety because it's like, we just sit down and we just kind of wing it or we're, you know, sometimes or in, like now, which is still makes me a little comfortable. And then uh, but those things stay. Anyone can find those at any time. And um, and they can also, again, you could kind of almost quote from those things from very far back. And that's so I'm like, OK, we really got to be careful what we're saying um, because those things live in kind of like a like a different um, realm, if that makes sense. It's one thing that I find interesting about podcasting is that when you podcast that episode lives forever. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily still how you're thinking about things because obviously you're always moving and you're always thinking about things. And I did a podcast with BVA um, like three years ago uh, that the Inspired Excellence and I was one of their first podcasters on there. And basically the point of that podcast is to kind of talk about like excellence in the Treasure Valley, I think in business. And it was great. It was, it was fun. I did it with my friend Diana from Boise Bucket List and it was a good podcast. It was the first time I'd ever done a podcast, so I did not know what I was doing. But now if I listen to that, like I would really be like, that does not represent. Yeah, that was Natalie three years yeah. ago. Please don't harken 
don't equate me with that person. Well, I mean, she, that person was fine. It's just I actually have people reach out and say, oh, I love this part of that podcast. And I want to be like, actually, I don't think that way at all anymore. Um, and and that's sometimes a little difficult for me in podcasting is knowing, um, okay, I think that now, do I pull the podcast when I don't? I, it's not that our core elements are changing. It's just we're defining and redefining and learning as we go. And that's a different than social media because social media kind of goes away and it moves so quickly. No, for sure. The things that are memorialized, whether it's a podcast or an article or, Mm -hmm. you know, something that lives on that doesn't evaporate after a story. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. Those are kind of, I don't know. I think that they're good to see kind of to chart your path, to kind of have some snapshots along Mm -hmm. the way to show your journey and your change. But I feel like there's almost an expectation that we are consistent, that we Mm -hmm. stay the same. We don't purchase a product in a human. We don't say, okay, well, that's, it freaks me out a little bit. I think when we get married so young and and then we have like a list, okay, well, he's this, 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 this. Um, So yeah, let's get married. Well, what's the alternative? No, I'm not saying there's a, no, you should have that list, but it's holding on as, and then let's say they change. You are not the same as the list or the person I married at 23. I could be very angry about that. I could, you have changed in ways that are uncomfortable for me. I have changed in ways that are uncomfortable for you. Um, And I have seen people in that situation, and I'm not saying they're wrong, but I can see this pain of, I married this product. I married this person who was strong in this belief or did this job. And now they're not like that. And so um, I feel like my product was uh, not what I signed up for. But what I've found, at least in our marriage, was that I had to think about I I married a core element and that together we're just in constant flux and constant change. And that's part of it. It's not that, that, oh, you hope that doesn't happen. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed that the person that you marry. is not going to be the same person that you end up with later. Yeah. And they might be nothing like it. I mean, and, and that can be devastating. Um, anyway, I was just, uh, anyway. yeah. You okay. Yeah. Um, when you like shut me down, I don't know how to keep on going because so for me, I wasn't trying to shut, shut time, you down. I was trying to I know, show but you like, times just so that to give you the opportunity to start start getting there. I'm no, not telling you to stop no, right I get now. That, but I'm like, just saying, it, let's like, be aware of pace. No, I get that, but like for me, I just think I'll just I'll just cut it. Like so, if if no, I'm I, just if I'm just like talking, like because that that was what you wanted to do. You wanted to like sit and like talk like we talk. I, we can talk for two hours and I can cut it to one hour. Sure. But like, if you, like, if you tell me like the, the conversation you're having is, is too long or boring. I don't know. I can't switch it because we're just in a conversation. No, we're just practicing that. I totally get it. We're, we're practicing. We're having a conversation and yet we're also producing. So that's all that I'm doing is, and I'm, and you did it to me earlier with the cat and I'm like, okay, well I got to. I, well, I, that was different because I, I just wanted you to stop. Like, um, because I honestly I meant to say like we're not going to use this because it's boring. Yeah. Well, I'm not telling you stop. I was just trying to say, love it. Let's just let's start bringing it to a point. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. Like, 
I mean, I know I can do it for a point, but like when I'm talking about something that's like, you know, we're like, you want to be vulnerable, right? Like mm-hmm. you have, you have these specific thoughts on this podcast. Like you want to be pot, you want to be vulnerable, but you don't want to be too vulnerable. Like you want to talk about our marriage, but you don't want to show too much behind the curtains because, um, you know, our marriage is different than a lot of people's marriage, you know? And, uh, so I'm, I love this idea of just sitting and talking, but like I struggle with it at the same time because it's like, I am, it's not just a normal conversation. Like the way we have our relationship when people do like really see it often are like, that's kind of crazy. Like the way you guys engage with each other. Um, we're like very, I don't know. How would you define why? Okay. I'll just say, and we could take this all, all out. We got some time. We're, we're scheduled for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think people, what are the things that people have thought are, is kind of odd about our marriage or peculiar, I guess? It's not always a negative thing. I would say that this exchange right here, when uh-huh. you were talking about that topic and I kind of gave you the signal, let's wind it up. Uh-huh. You didn't hear, let's wind it up. You got a little bit upset. You were triggered. You shut down. We had an exchange. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like that's something like at that moment, I could tell that you were triggered and you were going down this emotional path. Mm-hmm. Our ability to walk down that path together mm-hmm. in that volatile emotional space and then to be able to pull it back up and um, correct, mm-hmm. I think is unnatural. I think that most. That's unnatural? Mm, you don't think people do sorry, that? Sorry, uncommon is a better term. Oh, I think okay. that most people, when they get triggered, it's done. Like mm-hmm. this thing is ending. They don't have the tools to be able to step back, depersonalize it, separate themselves from the emotions that they're feeling right now Mm -hmm. and reconnect on who I'm looking at. I love you. And so, yeah, when you're getting upset at me and thinking, man, I was triggered at this thing that you told me to do. And, but you have this ability to look at me and say, that's Shane across the table. Mm -hmm. I love this guy. And now let's pull it back and recorrect because honestly, I want to keep talking Mm -hmm. just because we have a a stumble like that, like we just did doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that we need to sacrifice the whole conversation. Yeah. And that's one of those things that I think that it, I value hearing it in other people to mm-hmm. see them step into the mud together and then be able being able to pull themselves out in real time. It's like, oh, shoot, I can do that, too. I just saw them 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 do that. That gives me a tool that I can salvage more of my conversations. Okay. That's freaking valuable for me. I, I just I guess I don't know if. And I don't know that that's odd. something to put out. But I mean, may, maybe I mean, we are good at that. Like, I mean, it's not like we. Sometimes I'm trying to think what I get really triggered about. I don't know. I think, yeah, we both, we both, I think we both kind of let go of this kind of idea of what the other person should be. And so we, they become a little more flexible in that and it makes it so that we aren't so emotionally not invested, but um, we're good at letting each other be who we are, I guess I would say. So maybe, we have gotten better at that. Yeah, certainly. it wasn't like in the beginning when we first got married. Well, I remember the first time I like yelled at you <laughs> and you were like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, which for me, I grew up with parents who showed very, they, they were very kind to each other. I never saw them like argue or anything. Um, passion is, was important to me. And then, and I kind of liked the idea of being passionate even in in volatile situations i'm not gonna like hit you or something but i mean i i yelled and you were like yeah no that's not gonna happen we're yeah. not gonna yell at each other not that we've never yelled at each other 
But um, usually oh, we've gotten better since. I can yell at you a lot. Yeah, well, okay you yell at me in different ways. It's like <laughs> a little, a little no, but at the time I had no tools. I had trauma, emotional trauma um, of a high tension household growing up, and I didn't have. I mean, I don't want to dig on my parents, but they didn't have the healthiest relationships sometimes mm-hmm. and how they dealt with each other. And I didn't have a lot of examples to hearken to to say, oh, this is how you manage something like that. Um, no, I had to learn that on my own with you. Yeah. But, and, but we tried, like we, I think we started seeing, okay, we have some things we need to learn and let's do it. And that's, that's one thing that's been helpful is that we can both acknowledge when we don't have the tools. And so let's, let's get them. And I think you're much better at that than me. And I've learned a lot of that from you. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, you became, I think you started realizing, especially when you became a dad, like things changed when you became a dad. I was telling someone the other day, um, like I'd only seen you like cry like twice. We were married for five years before we had kids together, like a year and a half before that. And like you cried when we kind of broke up that one time, like before we got married, obviously. And then one other time, I can't remember, but and it, we're not like not sobbing, like little little like teary eyes like you know i'm like oh good he's kind of emotional that maybe we're not going to be together whatever oh thank goodness he's not a robot (laughs) i know well you're not a robot like you're very demonstrative and hormonal but um what (laughs) but we had a baby right so we our first uh lydia and it was a really bad bad thing for me like i just it was awful and i was pretty out of it but i kid you not i mean you wept for 24 hours like oh come on yes you did not like (laughs) like tears you paint this picture of me crying continually your eyes were bloodshot with tears for 24 hours holding our little baby and i watched you change from like shane the husband to change the shane the father and everything changed then like the way you handled yourself i think you put yourself up to an entirely different standard because it just been us. And it was, we were like best friends who had sex. Like, I feel like that is a great, that is the first five years of our, of our marriage. We just liked being together and we liked sleeping with each other and we had fun. But when we had a baby, we became a family. It changed. And you wanted to be the man that that little girl deserved. And uh, and I didn't have that same transition like you did. Like motherhood wasn't just this instantaneous thing that just like fell on me, like this mantle. I'm like, it was hard because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm giving up my body, my career, my, I was exhausted all the time. And I started blogging about that. But like you took it on to this thing of like, I will be what my family deserves and I will create and I will, I will just learn and the, I think you you did start listening um, differently. Um, you listened to um, to really hear, and that taught me to do that same thing. And yeah, yeah, something did shift inside me when we had kids. I think it was we were married and we were best friends, and that was easy. I mean, I can be a great friend and a great boyfriend and husband. That's awesome, and that's like I don't know. That's easy for anybody, but Something about, I think, you know, my past, my childhood growing up and learning the things that I didn't want, the things that I wanted to avoid, and the skills that I knew that I needed to develop. It was all in theory, and, you know, it hadn't been applied yet, but when 
we had kids, all of a sudden it became real to me. And it's like, oh, all these things that I learned about how to be what I wanted to be and what I didn't want to be as a parent or, and as a person, now I was going to have to start applying them because I had this little baby that I had to apply it to. And now the dynamic of my relationship with you changed. Now I had to apply some of these things to you. It's easy to be a good husband when, I shouldn't say easy, but it's a lot easier to do it, do it when you don't have kids than when you do have kids. Yeah. That's just a layer of complication that is mathematically more complicated. So it's just harder. And there was something that shifted inside me when all of a sudden I had to, I needed to apply yeah. all those things and I needed to work harder. Yeah. But we were also tired. Like I feel like we'd had so much fun for five years and financially we were, we did pretty well because we had two incomes and we didn't really have any debt. And um, then we had a one income and we were so, so tired. I'm like, still tired. I know. we're so. All right. So what else? What, what do you think? What else is peculiar about our marriage that people that maybe we didn't think was peculiar, but other people were like, hmm. Um, I don't know. Besides the first thing, I think that it it surprises people to see us get into territory that would typically derail other conversations mm -hmm. and then to see us bounce back out, um, I think is kind of exhilarating for people sometimes. Um, but. Well, we don't share a bedroom. That's one. Um, no, I don't know. No, that's all circumstantial no but, but like still the, people are surprised by it yeah like, people are surprised i mean by it, we but. used to we did for until what like three years ago yeah. um and we just realized honestly we just valued sleep more and that we had better sleep and i think that that's the core issue is people see our willingness to be honest about possibly uncomfortable things and say yeah kind of like that thing yeah and, um, and maybe that is it's it, it that just represents it i don't i am messy in my bedroom because i'm creative and I need a space where things can kind of just like explode when we shared it that was not good for our marriage and now you have your own bathroom own bedroom own closet it's clean it's and you go there and you have your space um it was such an aha experience yeah. think, oh my gosh these things that drive me crazy that are causing me frustration mm -hmm. they can be solved by me just going into another space yeah duh I think that might be it with our marriage is that we are really trying to say, okay, what has society said is normal? Why are they saying it's normal and doesn't need to be our normal? And a lot of times, yes, there's reasons for, for a lot of ways of being. But especially when you're, you're looking at other societies or something that was just 100 years ago, and you start realizing that the way things are done now, um, it's just such a snapshot. Well, why does it have to be like that for us? And that's been very freeing, I think, for our marriage because I feel like we've really curated what we feel comfortable with. Like okay. there are some things about like our like we are both we have a lot of friends of the opposite sex, both of us, and we are both comfortable with that. Like so many of my friends are men and I'm very close with them. Um, and some people are like, you know, is Shane OK with that? Like, what? It's, yeah. <laughs> like. Why would I limit myself from 50% of the population? Um, that makes no sense to me. And when I realized uh, that's a societal thing that I'm hoping we'll get over, but I don't have to wait for society to get over it as long as you and I are okay with it. I feel like there's a lot of things like that that maybe I wouldn't talk about. Like there's a lot, I mean, there's so many things in just this doesn't have to be this way for our marriage. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of things that I had to, I am prone to ask myself, wait, is this working for me? Mm -hmm. This this way that I've always done it, 
does this work? Does this, does this get me the results that I expected that I want? And if not, can I change it? Wait, why can't, can't, why can't I change it? So that's one of the things I think that makes our marriage stand out is our willingness to always question and ask and, um, see what we can make things better and change along the way. We are definitely not static in our relationship. <laughs> no, that's definitely true. And to be honest, that's kind of scary sometimes because opening yourself up to the other person changing or yourself changing really makes you, I don't want to say that it puts you in a constant state of renegotiation in your relationship, but you definitely have to be flexible with each other to allow each other some place to change. Yeah, but can you really imagine it any other way? I can't imagine our marriage at least functioning where the, that for us, yeah, I think that it works. For I mean, other that's people, all I know. I've never been married to anyone else. I would never impose what we have on the masses. No. I'm just saying what works for us. I just mean, yeah, for us, I think that flexibility and to feel that movement within our marriage has just made it a safer place. Yeah. Well, this feels like a good time to kind of go inside and turn down the fire, pick up the, the glasses, go make out, and then go to bed in our separate bedrooms. <laughs> you could stay if you want. Yeah. I don't. Uh, <laughs> it's like every night I'm like, you, you could spend the night in my room. Uh, you nah. say that, but deep down, you just want to be cuddled to sleep. I and do. And you want me to move. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Let's 100%. be honest. That is right. Well, um, honestly, this is was more fun than I expected it to be. Mm. Um, so, again, why I really wanted you to be my podcast partner, because you are really good at seeing new ways of doing things. So, I don't know if I'd want to do this a lot. Um because it, it did fill me with a little bit of anxiety, but you know, it is always easy to just to talk with you. So it was kind of fun to do it with the headphones on. Yeah. And hopefully other people liked it. And if not, don't listen. I don't <laughs> care. Just kidding. <laughs> sure I do. do. We love you I guys. do care. So, uh, all right. Until next time, friends. All right. See, see you later. Soon. Thanks for listening. This is the Boise bubble podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at the Boise bubble and for more information about our community, follow at Hello Meridian. See you next time.